Aloha and welcome to Moonscopes Love Your Life Astrology. I'm your host, KG Styles. Today I'm excited to be speaking with sidereal astrologer Ethan Shimenti. Ethan Shimenti is a sidereal astrologer and YouTube host. He uses a unique system called sidereal astrology, which takes into account the actual location of the planets in the sky. Athen believes this system helps reconnect us more deeply with nature and the present moment. Ethan offers daily, weekly, and monthly horoscopes as well as personal astrology sessions. Please join me in welcoming my guest, Ethan Shimenti. Welcome to the show, Ethan. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, KG. It's a pleasure to be here. So tell us a bit about yourself. You had a spiritual awakening that changed the course of your life? That's correct. Yep. Around uh, the end of 2012, I started getting into Eckhart Tolle and some other meditation uh, teachers. And um, I had never meditated before in my whole life. And then I started doing it. And I just had a profound present moment awakening of, you know, everything all sort of coming at me at once. You know, this is coming from a life where I was very intent on my own personal goals, my own drives, didn't really have that. And then it just kind of all washed over me. So since then, I've been uh, exploring the different types of, uh, you know, systems that you can use for self-exploration for understanding more about uh, the world we live in. And uh, astrology has been the number one tool for me uh, with that. And particularly sidereal astrology because it's uh, it's been the most grounded in my personal opinion uh, because it's based on the actual location of the planets and the uh, constellations in the sky. So uh, that's where I'm at today, a few years later, doing my work as an astrologer to help others bring that awareness to their lives and their personal experiences. So tell us a bit about sidereal astrology and a bit more about why, you know, what experiences you've had with the system of astrology that speaks so loudly to you. Well, sidereal is, um, well, I was in, actually in the tropical, you know, system for a while. And uh, me and my, well, my fiance now, my girlfriend at the time, we were looking up at the sky and we noticed that like the full moon was supposed to be in Taurus or something like that. And so we got out our, our smartphone and we started, you know, we wanted to see where it was. We wanted to actually see it and then come to find out it was actually in Aries or whatever it was. I don't really recall. But um, from that moment onward, I started really getting into it, you know, looking at the actual placements and, you know, figuring out, you know, what does it actually mean? What's the difference? Because I, I still believe that tropical astrology does provide a very good, you know, tutelage for understanding about our physical experiences, about the seasons, you know, our, our earthly kind of self. But as a fundamental, essential aspect of what you might call the higher self or the true self, um, sidereal astrology has uh, sort of awakened me to that through natal chart interpretations, through the transits with the daily and weekly videos that I do and um, through my work with my clients and stuff like that. So it's been about really seeing that new perspective of um, the true self through sidereal, I would say. Yes, yes. yes. Well, well, Rudolf Steiner, Steiner believed that, that also. Um, he, uh, he used, you know, anthroposophical astrology, uses the sidereal system of astrology. And uh, yeah, and he also said the same thing, that it really is the 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 western astrology is more the personality and the sidereal is more the the soul uh what the higher self uh, that's, that's is about 
Yeah, that's pretty much my perspective with it. It's like the pure, the purest charts, like the initial chart. And then if you want to cast other charts, like us astrologers do, you know, you can cast your progress chart, all these other charts from the original chart. All those charts are valid. Um, but if you want to see the first fundamental chart, where were the actual planets at the time of your birth? Essentially, that's your true sidereal chart. Yes, yeah. yes. So from a sidereal astrology perspective, what are the most important astro astrological events that are happening for us this year? What planets and aspects are involved? Well, um, yeah, it's going to be a very transformative year. And uh, a lot of the same interpretations from the sidereal perspective are still the same in the Western tropical uh, perspective, mainly because of the aspects that are going on. Um, and a lot of tropical astrologers have actually covered this in, in pretty good detail. But uh, next year, you know, it's very transformative because we've got a lot of T-square energy. And uh, in astrology, a T-square is about the challenge, you know, the challenge within different aspects of self. So from the sidereal perspective, it's utilizing the different constellations versus the tropical perspective. But, I mean, the essence is still the same. I mean, we're going to have a total uh, solar eclipse here on March 8th followed by a lunar eclipse March 23rd, and then uh, September 1st will be the next solar eclipse, followed by the uh, lunar eclipse on the 16th of September. So it's pretty usual that we do have these, you know, number of eclipses every year, uh, but these are, most of these, well, at least two in particular are involving this Jupiter that we've got going over the North Node. Okay, that's one aspect of it. And, you know, the eclipses, they're always associated with the nodes because in astrology, they're always happening within a proximity of that. So you're always going to have that angular relationship. But we just so happen to have Jupiter going over the north node right at the beginning of the year in January. So that aspect of it is actually very expansive. I mean, I think right off the bat from January onward, I think there's going to be a lot of wisdom being gained and shared about our life path individually and also very collectively as well. Um, and I think there's a lot of optimism, a lot of expansion about growth, about what our goals are, you know, the big picture stuff. But um, wisdom, I find, is the real key with Jupiter. It's that conveyance, that top-down perspective. We have that overarching view of what our life path, or at least how the life path might be unfolding. And then from that perspective, you know, I really believe it's about grounding it because once you introduce the T-square, you know, it's about how to work constructively with that energy. So you've got that, you've got that um, forward moving momentum and then opposite that with the south node, we've got a conjunction with Chiron, the asteroid of healing. And so Chiron's associated with where we naturally feel wounded, where we have this sort of insecurity for one reason or another um, in the natal chart, usually from past and things like that. But we feel naturally wounded and where we can have healing in our life. So when we're open to, you know, letting go of the past, which is the south node, you know, south node is about the past. It's the path behind us. You know, north node is the path in front of us. South node is the path behind us. So the more willing we are to release the path uh, behind us, the past, then we'll go through this natural healing process. We'll go through that rejuvenation. We can understand a lot more about ourselves, where we personally feel wounded. Because again, it's not really external. You know, with Chiron, it's not so much where we actually are inhibited as much as it's the inner uh, wound that we have with that. So I think being open to healing is going to be the key, especially with the path behind us. Now, what's so interesting about this T-square is that the focal point of the T-square is Saturn. 
So it's a T-square with Saturn, very deep, very transformative. Um, and this is all about that slow and steady approach anyways, because square energy is like the Saturn energy, right? It's that perseverance. It's that slow and steady, you know, one step at a time. So what's so interesting about this is in, from, from the sidereal perspective, Saturn's recently gone into Scorpio. So this is a place where we've recently, and it's been ongoing since 2015, but mostly these past few months, the last few months of 2015, has been this importance of really developing structures in our life that are really meaningful. You know, and so when we are building structures that actually are meaningful, we feel like they have the truth, they involve who we truly are, they have that open transparency, whether it's in relationships, whether it's with our career, whether it's with our family or whatever it is, when we're really open to seeing what it, the, you know what is really behind the surface with that, then that's the layer, that's the foundation in which we can start building the other areas of our life. So with a T-square focal point, it's like it's all pointing towards that. So that's like the key, you know, in the T-square. And I think the more willing we are to dive deep, the more willing we are to transform, but at the same time, be patient with it, work hard, and take that slow and steady approach, then it all sort of comes together. And what's coming together is a very solid construction of our life path future, which we're seeing the possibilities with with Jupiter, allowing the past to be healed and let go of while integrating the whole thing with Saturn. Oh, fantastic. Do you have any dates for us, sort of the peak? Yep, yep. Let me go ahead and I'll share my screen with you, and I'm going to show you the uh, share everyone the transits of... Um, of this year. So don't mind all these, you know, because this is from the astrology software. Um, don't mind all these other aspects here. The main ones we're going to look at here are these right here. Uh, this is going to be 2016. So we've got January all the way through December. And one very important element of this is actually that you can see that there's been a lot of aspects that already started in 2015 that are continuing through 2016. A lot of them started around September and October. So, and then in November too. So there's a lot of this continuation energy and a culminating point around this sort of June, you know, May, June time period with a lot of these uh, transits. So real briefly, we can, we can look at them. You know, we've got Jupiter squaring up to Saturn since August. This has been this, you know, seeing what's possible and working slowly and steady towards that. Uh, we've had uh, Jupiter trining Pluto. So there's been a lot of changes, a lot of changes with our philosophy, you know, and our outlook on things and, you know, you know, just the overall big picture. Then Jupiter has been opposing up to Chiron. So here's where we get into that T-square energy. Since November, there's been a lot of healing through, you know, that outlook, you know, and how to balance that, how to watch going to any extremes uh, with the big picture and uh, in this sense, you know, where we feel wounded. But the more willing we have been to uh, heal any old wounds, we're learning a lot about that. And then the big kahuna, Saturn squaring up to Neptune. I think this is going to be a very important transit uh, for next year. This has been that perhaps uncertainty uh, as of November, and we're pretty much still in it now, uh, in regards to what we've built in our life or what we're building or what we're starting to build. You know, where is it going? We don't know. How is it unfolding? What does the future have? We have no idea with this. So the key with this, like I've been saying in my, um, uh, on my channel, is that we have to have faith with Neptune and with Saturn. You know, we have to be willing to be patient and work hard at it. But it's essentially a gateway to achieve our dreams and our visions. Although the dreams might be different, they might change, 
It's about bringing in reality to that. How can we actually actualize these dreams and visions and things like that? And this can certainly be a year of doing that when we are coming from that grounded, constructive approach. So those all started, uh, you know, 2015 here in January, as you can see that Jupiter conjoining the North Node I was talking about. And then uh, around mid-time, when we have that first set of eclipses around this March-April time period, we come up to the second aspect of a lot of these. So usually the second aspect is about learning. You know, it's when we start to become a little bit more familiar with the energies. Like the first Saturn square Neptune is just we get thrusted into it. We don't know where we're at. We don't know where it's going. By this, and that's you know still in the mix. But with these other you know transits, we're starting to understand a little bit more about how to work with it. What is it that we're actually changing about our philosophy? How can we utilize optimism? You know, in this grounded and constructive way. What are we healing within ourselves? So that's going to be an awakening time, and I feel like those eclipses are going to be starting a lot of new things, as well as culminating a lot of things as of September of um, of, of 2015, the previous year. And then as we uh, continue, then we get into that September time period. But, uh, you know, a lot of these things sort of, you know, they start to culminate and they start to come into a sort of, uh, you know, constructive, you know, final implementation, especially with the Saturn squaring up to uh, Neptune energy. So I think the sort of transition to the year is going to happen in steps. I think it's a little bit in around this March time period with these first set of eclipses. Then in the late summertime, going into September with culmination and uh, understanding a lot more in terms of integration. And then the year ends with a completely different energy. I mean, mm -hmm. November, December time period is just, that's like the beginning of, two, it might as well be the beginning of 2017 um, in regards to those energies because uh, they're so different. But uh, what it looks like is it's looking like, you know, whatever it is we've been building and transforming and healing um, with this is starting off into a new direction with grounding our freedom. Uh, next year, uh, 2017 is very much about implementing this slow and steady approach to having more freedom and um, excitement perhaps in our life. So this year is a little bit more on the serious note. Mm -hmm. You know, it's definitely more about the path. What's our life path? Where are we headed? What are we building? And uh, as a result of all this, I think we will become familiar with that so that then in 2017, we can tap into that in a much more um, expansive, I mean, it's always expansive, but with Uranus, you know, it's a little bit more about our true self, our excitement, what really inspires us in life and how to integrate that, you know. So it sounds like we're going to be breaking through a lot of little patterns. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think so. Um, with the South Node and Chiron, I think it would be patterns relating to um, where we've constantly felt like we've been wounded, right? So it's and in, in sidereal, this is actually with our connection to, to Pisces because Chiron will be in Pisces at this time. Um, and he's been transitioning out of Aquarius, so it is a transition period. It's been used, you know, it was associated with a lot more of the healing through the group stuff, community things, collective issues. But now it's going to go into our connection to all that is. You know, are we okay? You know, to what extent are we healing through meditation? You know, to what extent are we healing through prayer and our connection to God and these kinds of things? Um, it's different for everybody, but to the extent of, you know, the more willing we are to go with the flow, the more willing we are to not know exactly how things are unfolding, then um, that healing energy will come up naturally 
and then that's just sort of a sort of feel because the south node's like the foundation it's like the foundation is that healing to all that is that's then prompting this new direction that does take that hard work and discipline from saturn because we we can't forget that jupiter and that north node it really is that guide you know it's really pulling us into that new direction but then the focal point Saturn is saying, but not without the hard work, not without reality, and not without that grounded approach to it. Mm -hmm. It sounds almost like we're healing our connection to God. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I think, you know, there could be some wounds there, some, you know, mis misrepresentations or ideas about what God is. It's having more of a personal relationship. And really rather than because I think we've come most of us have come to know God not through a personal relationship which is really what it is it's a personal relationship but through organizations organized religions and things and so I think there is a lot of woundedness there about the whole you know people having that relationship and that relationship needs to be healed so you can deepen in your faith and your trust and anyway that's what I'm hearing you so I, that's that's exactly how I'm seeing it. Yeah. 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 So do you have anything else you'd like to share with us before we close, Athan? Um, I think that's that's you know the year in a nutshell. I think that's pretty good. Okay. Well, I, it sounds sounds like a really transformative <laughs> healing year and it's good to know what the, you know, what the journey is so that we can prepare ourselves more for it. So, uh, how can people get uh, find out more about you and get in touch with you? Well, they can go to YouTube. Um, it'll be Mastering the Zodiac is the username, or they can go to MasteringTheZodiac.com for the daily, weekly, monthly horoscopes that I do and personal sessions. Well, thanks so much for being with us today. And uh, have a beautiful day, everyone. And we're mahalo. Much love to you. Thanks again, Athen. It's been a pleasure having you with us. It's been great being here. Thanks again. Okay. Until next time, relax, enjoy your life, and stay connected.